me in the studio is Peter King from the RSPCA. Good morning to you, Peter. G'day, Katie. First time. I'm very excited. I'm very... usually here a bit earlier in the day, yeah, so it's nice Sarah. to come a bit later. Oh, good stuff. No, we're very happy to have you on the show because Thanks. I know that the RSPCA um, does so much to help uh, the animals in the Northern Territory. And right now... Um, just talk me through the numbers of how many animals you've got out there at the shelter at this point. Well, as of last Friday, I do a weekly report. Uh, as of last Friday, we had 122 animals in our care. Um, it's about, a lot. Yeah, this is, it's, it's, a, it's a real lot at the moment. Um, mm. Usual time of year for a higher uh, intake, but um, we're so thankful to our foster caring network. They look after about half of that number because we just don't have the capacity for all those animals on site. Yeah, right. Is it more cats or dogs or a mix of everything? It's actually about a 50-50 split almost exactly. So, yeah, plenty of cats out there at the moment. Um, We've got a big drama out, out in the community with our... You know, stray cats population is is extremely high. Becoming feral has a massive impact on our environment. We're taking some steps towards trying to address that with some community de-sexing work we're doing as Mm -hmm. well. I'd love to talk about that someday. Yeah. Um, And that seems to be making a bit of a difference, but we've got a long way to go with that. But, yeah, a lot of those cats come to us as a result of picked up as strays, Mm -hmm. litters of kittens that have been uh, born out in the the community. Yeah. And then they come through the local council pounds generally and, and make their way towards us for rehab and rehoming and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and it'd be hard. Like, I've seen myself, I've seen that myself in the community where, um, you know, you end up with a cat sort of near the house and then it has um, has kittens. Mm. And so then obviously people take them to the RSPCA. Are they sometimes, do they need to be sort of, um, I don't know what the right word is, where they're, they're a bit feral um, and need to kind of be uh, domesticated to some degree? Sometimes. It, it, it ranges hugely. Sometimes if a cat has been out more in the wild for a long period of time, they do tend to become a bit feral and they're mm. generally the ones you can't bring back to domesticated yeah. uh, opportunities but um, for the most part the, the high the high majority of cats that we have through are, um, are stray but they've still got contact most commonly with humans whether humans feed them um, you know just as a gesture of goodwill or mm. whether they're in contact in you know in suburbia I, I live in the city and I can walk a block at night and see six cats running around on the street so they're, they're definitely not owned so no. um, big issue but yep. we're, we're doing our best to take a responsible approach now tell us about this microchipping the free microchipping day that you've got happening this weekend it's huge it's the second of two days and we're probably going to put another one on at least in the future thanks to the department of industry tourism and trade and the animal welfare grants that we were able to apply for each year we managed to secure funding to cover the costs of these microchipping days so we can offer that service for free to the community and uh, two weeks ago on a sunday we we did about just under 40 animals we micro chip that weren't already yeah uh, and we've got another one on this uh sunday at the site at bolter road in berrimer at our shelter from nine till 12 um the bookings are starting to ramp up now so we're hoping to max out that day and, and just totally maximize the microchips because they're just so important so this sunday between nine and 12 people are able to come out there and get their animals microchipped they need to make a booking though it does help us um we've got five minute blocks for bookings it just mm-hmm. helps us to sort of structure the day a little bit um and we've got our booking uh system online through a link via our Facebook and Instagram pages or you can just give us a call in the office at 8984 3795 and we'll slot you into one of those spots. And Peter, do you find that um, like most of the animals that come into the RSPCA's care throughout the year, are they microchipped or are people um, you know, maybe not as, as organised or not microchipping their animals as, as frequently as they should be? That's the point of this program mm. because um, the very vast majority of animals that come to us are not microchipped 
microchipped and the very few of them that are have yep. got out-of-date details on them. So they might have a previous owner's details, they might have a previous address and phone number detail on the chip. The chip is scanned by a, a handheld scanner and the council pounds can do it. We've got the scanners, various vet clinics have them as well. Mm. So it identifies the number of the chip, the number gets plugged into a website as a code and that brings up the details of whatever that chip uh, details hold. So um, it is the best, the best way to rehome an animal that has been found at large or mm. found astray or picked up on the street and taken to the council pound or to a local vet or if we come across them. It is the best way because you can have dog collars with tags and phone numbers, but yep. of course they get ripped off if a dog jumps a fence or runs through a, a wire gate or something like that. So that's a good way to try to identify, but the microchip mm. is the foolproof method. Uh, and that's why we're really keen to encourage as many people as possible to get on board with this free service, free opportunity to have their cat or their dog or their rabbit um, microchip this Sunday. Awesome. I think it's such an important thing to do. I've got a blue healer uh, cross that is a bit of a Houdini. Every time the gate opens uh, just slightly, she tries her best to, to take off down the road to visit the uh, the neighbours' dogs. But um, but it does mean that if she goes a bit further, um, that the you know that the pound are able to actually ring us straight away, and we can go out and get her. That's right. And there's you know there's the clear and present dangers of mm. um, running around in traffic and all of those other things yep. with a dog uh, escaping. But at least if they are able to remain safe and do find themselves into the hands of someone who wants to help the microchip identification is is just the foolproof method and um so important and it's so you know people have got so many living expenses at the moment we know the cost of fuel the cost of your groceries everything's gone up so this is a fantastic opportunity if you have you know if you are going through a bit of a tough patch um where you're able to come out there you're able to do it for free and um and make sure that your animal is then able to get back to you if uh, if it does get out. That's right. And there is usually a cost. We, of course, provide that service all year round mm. if anyone needs or would like to have a microchip done. And it, it does come as a cost normally. But again, thanks to the department, uh, we've been able to cover the funding for that, um, yeah. or sorry, the cost for that and provide the service for free. So it's really a, a good step forward with our animal welfare mission as well. Now, before I let you go, these 122 animals that you've got out there at the moment, um, you've got a mix between cats and dogs. If there is somebody out there listening this morning, who's thinking to themselves, you know what, I've thought a lot about this and I do want to adopt an animal. Um, where can they go and check them out or where can they... What's the best approach, do you reckon? Well, the visit to the shelter is a must, of course, but if there's a, an interest from anyone listening who wants to have a look at what's available, which animals are available at the moment, they can go to our website at rspcadarwin.org.au uh, and follow the links through to the animals available or easily they can go to also Adopt-A-Pet, one word, adoptapet.com.au and that's the national page for all RSPCA animals. So they've simply got a filter to the NT and then they'll see all of the available animals for adoption and that's updated consistently during the day. So if we have an adoption uh, and, and it updates in the system, that animal's removed from availability, of course, but they're very it's very much up to date. So it's a good way to have a look before mm-hmm. you come down. Oh, good stuff. Well, Peter King, lovely to speak to you this morning. I really appreciate you coming in and, uh, and telling us a bit more about the microchipping day, but also uh, those animals that you have got out at the shelter right now. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. That. Thank you.